welcome to the Fisher and Phillips podcast with myself, Lewis Fisher, and... Dan Phillips, good morning, good evening, and hello, you lovely people. Hello, you lovely, lovely people. Yes, thank you very much for joining us on our sports podcast where we talk about football, uh, the latest runnings in with uh, any results, and uh, we have quizzes, and uh, I beat Daniel at the Premier League podcast prediction results. You did, for the first time in about a month. Yeah, first time uh, in a month that I've, uh, I've finally beaten you by one point. <laughs> yes, wasn't even uh, like, wasn't even like a smashing. It was just about done. Yeah, just about. Uh, so yeah, you won six five. You could, you pre- correctly predicted that Man City would beat Middlesbrough two 0 in the yeah. FA Cup uh, sixth round. It was a couple of weeks ago now because we missed last week because. My girlfriend surprised me with a trip to Portugal last week, so I couldn't quite record from Portugal. No, so in the uh, recording, Daniel was saying, yeah, we'll see you next week, and I knew about this trip, and I was like, no, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't. See you later. <laughs> so, yeah, you are... It is now 13-11. Ooh. Uh, with, what, probably about eight weeks in the Premier League to go? Yeah, it feels like it's... Uh, it feels like it's Brighton's uh, championship at the moment. <laughs> getting tight um, it's getting tight <laughs> and uh, I'm sneaking up behind you you're the hu- you're Huddersfield I'm Brian pretty much yeah I don't want to be but at the moment <laughs> I am um, <laughs> but my, my one saving grace was that I did win the uh, Premier League uh, predi- uh, pre- Fantasy League rather this week oh, yeah. Yeah, I a no one was big... playing though no the week before I kind of gave I, I got 12 points but no one really gives a shit because there was about four games being played um, like this, this this week when there was a full fixture list, um, I scored fifty six points. You scored forty one, yes. which means you're still in the lead by uh, what eighty odd points ish. It's good. I mean, I know you've been catching up. Uh, I wanted yeah. to try keep that hundred barrier, <laughs> but unfortunately not. No, I've reduced the gap. I had a good week. I had a good week. Yes. Uh, I, I had a pretty mediocre week, but thanks to Sanchez, uh, who I think is injured for this week. Well, there's no games this week, is there? Because it's international break, which means loads of football, not... Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> no, no changes have to be made until at least next week. Uh, yeah, Pickford got me 10 because he kept a clean sheet. Yes, I had him on the bench. Ah... Got it. Uh, Williams got me a clean sheet for Everton. Ericsson got me uh, 18 yes, points because he had, was my captain. I had Williams on the bench as well. <laughs> uh, Josh King got me 8 points for Middlesbrough. That was a good transfer. Oh, no, wait. Williams uh, was on the field for me. He got transferred oh, he... for Hazard. Oh, okay. That's all right then. Ah, right. Uh, Ali, Ali scored as well at the weekend. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it, really. Nice. So, uh, so my my thing went down like this, pretty much. Um, I'm just checking my last one with yeah, Crystal Palace. Oh yeah, because he scored an own goal, didn't he? Um, I was just checking Troy Deeney. I was like, why has he got zero, but you still play? And I forgot that he got a he got a yellow card and an own goal, which is brilliant. Uh, <laughs> solid week from Troy Deeney. Troy Deeney. Uh, on a more positive note. Uh, Defoe got me two points. Gabby Dini got me one. Uh, Kishelny got me yeah, one. Walker got, got me one. He got injured against Firth. Yeah. <laughs> Sane got me two. Pedro got me two. Um, Jakupovic got me one. When I could have had ten from fucking Pickford. Um, yeah, Williams <laughs> got me five. Cahill got me eight. Uh, it was happy days. And the saving grace, uh, a last minute captain change for Sanchez from Hazard. And thank 
fuck I did that. <laughs> 18, <laughs> yeah, you... 18 points. Lucky. Happy, happy days. Uh, my happy saving days, grace. Although I did not hit the average, <laughs> but I have made some changes. Already? Yes, already. You jumped the gun. I, well, not really jumped the gun, but... Let's hope there's no injuries in uh, in the international break that's going to screw you over then. I don't think so, because I've got Enna Valencia from right. Man United uh, in for Koscielny, because uh, Arsenal... You mean, Anto- you mean Antonio? Oh, Valencia. Antonio Valencia, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, because Koscielny's wank at the moment, so... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his form went from 6.7 in three weeks to one. So I was like, right, there you go. Um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then I bought in for Lookman. Yeah. I've taken him out because uh, I need someone who's playing a bit more. And uh, somebody who is relatively the same price, uh, Mr. King from uh, Bournemouth. Bournemouth, yeah. I brought him in last week after his hat-trick the previous week against West Ham. And he probably won't get as many points as that again, but... Now, yeah, he's now not going to score any points because both of us have him, and that's the end of that. Yeah, because, well, (laughs) I mean, we've got two... You've got Sané in your team, haven't you? Now you've got King. I didn't even know you had King. I haven't even looked at your team for ages, so... Yeah, I, I, I dropped in King last week for Snodgrass... Um, and that was the only change I made. I changed formation as well to a, a 4 4 2. Nice. Um, oh, yeah, so I'm just looking at your thing. You've got Ericsson, who got you the massive 18 points. Ericsson was Ali. Yeah. Could keep it a clean sheet was, was nice as so well. So currently we have uh, one, two, three, four players from the same. We both have four players the same. We did have Shelney. You did have. Well, I don't have him anymore because he's wank, so. Yeah, I haven't made my changes yet for the next week, so I'll, I'll put that on hold until probably this time next week. Thing is, uh, though, I know that you've got to not choose people who are playing in the. Uh, I didn't want to try to choose people who are on the international break, so I don't think those two are going to be playing. No, I think you'll be alright. I think you'll be alright. Anyway, uh, we. But yeah, it was an interesting weekend of fixtures. Um, obviously, started off with the fact that Arsenal lost to West Brom. <laughs> Yes, you're very happy right now, aren't you, Daniel? Mate, I haven't, I haven't seen highlights because I was, as I say, I was busy last weekend and last week. And that's no so excuse, but, Daniel. I'll oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, but from what my my dad told me, he watched match today and he just said Arsenal. You know, sometimes if Arsenal lose, yeah, they, you know, they were they were unlucky to lose. But he said Arsenal were just rubbish and West Brom deserved to win. So oh, really? fair play to them. Craig Dawson got him got himself a, a team of the week item this week. So fair play. Nice. Um, let's say Everton beat Hull 4-0. Slightly fortunate, unfortunate that uh, Huddleston got sent off for the Tigers. And they were, I think they were only 1-0 down at the time and Everton scored like three goals in the last 10 minutes of the match. So it probably flattered them slightly. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea won again. That's nothing new. <laughs> uh, Leicester won at West Ham, which was their first away win all year. Oh, really? Was it? Yeah, with their first, oh, they were two. They were two nil up inside about seven minutes as well. Yeah, but then they they clawed it back, didn't they, West Ham? Yeah, they did claw it back, and then they still lost. Yeah, they did lose still, but um, the uh, the resurgence of Shakespeare is uh is definitely. I don't know. It just seems to have just worked. I feel, yeah. in a way, you kind of think that uh, Craig Shakespeare was 
sort of the the reason why Ranieri did so well last year because he was there last year as well. Maybe he's the reason why they won I, and not Ranieri. I don't know. I don't think that's fair, given that Ranieri was the manager. Um, you know, they also, they, I think they were they were, unlu- they were lucky last year that he didn't have to change his team a lot. You know, this year they before Ranieri left, they changed formation a lot. They changed personnel a lot. You know, within the team, you know, there wasn't the same start eleven starting week on week. You know, they've had a few injuries. They obviously, had the Champions League to deal, deal with and think about as well. But we'll, we'll get onto that in due course. Um, but no, I think they've gone back to. Or I think I was talking about this with my friend last night at a pub whilst we were watching the uh, the England game, and we were saying that you know the bigger teams will now set up when they've played less this year. They've set up so just sit back, soak up the pressure because they know they're going to play on the counter attack, and then almost play the way less play the counter-attack against Leicester as it were yeah you know whereas last year people weren't haven't adapted this year they've seen how Leicester done it right they're just the managers gone right just sit back let them have the ball and then hit them on the counter-attack and you know that's why they are where they are but it seems that Shakespeare's given them their kind of vigour and vor back and they're doing alright it's made the uh, the battle to stay up a little slightly more interesting yes um, obviously I know Middlesbrough uh Looking pretty much down. Um, yes, actually they're not Sunderland. Well, you can't write out Sunderland. They've got. To, they always find a way of staying out, don't they? Um, it is the end of March. I know it's the end of March, but April's a funny month. <laughs> um, as you say, Middlesbrough lost three-one to, to Man United at the weekend, um, having sacked uh, Karanka in the week, which I think was right. You know, they, obviously they've seen that Swansea have changed manager. And have started picking up points. Obviously, Leicester got rid of Anieri and have started winning. As have Hull. Obviously, they dropped off a little bit, but you know, there's, there's that new manager feeling still in and around the camp. Oh, excuse me, the camp. Um, so whether it'll work for Middlesbrough, whether they've they've left enough time to to do so, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure on. I don't know. It, it it comes back to the whole loyalty thing again, though. Is that it's just completely gone in football recently. Mm, yeah, uh, he did pretty well to get him up out of the championship, albeit by one point over Brian. But hey ho, we, we've forgotten about that. Yes, um, we have still <coughs> sort of. But like, not really. Gonna, not really. <laughs> uh, but then you look at who's out, who's available. It's like, well, who's going to go into that job? You've got what eight, seven, eight games to keep your side up. It's not going to be an easy job for whoever takes it over. I think, although yes. haven't they given it to the, they've given it to the assistant managers to the end of the season, haven't they? That right? I don't know I'm actually. Sure. I'm, I'm not. not sure. I'm not 100% sure personally. Good top quality knowledge here. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I have an excuse. I was in Portugal. What's <laughs> well, first? What's New Zealand? Uh, Edinburgh. Right? Well, I shouldn't know. Um, I was going to say, surely it would just be like on all the TVs everywhere. <laughs> it was weird. Like just to divulge slightly, you know, when me and my girlfriend went out for um, dinner, like there was still. TV screens in restaurants showing the football. Oh, really? It was really odd. Yeah, it wasn't as if we'd gone to like a bar and we were, we'd ordered food and there was TV, there was football on. Fair enough. But no, we were in like proper like we went to an Italian on Tuesday night, mm. and in the background was the event this Porto game. It was really weird. <laughs> I saw every single Champions League game last week. It was bliss. <laughs> nice. So uh, yes, it's uh, head coach Steve Agnew. Uh, who is the uh, coach at the moment but says he wants to become permanent replacement 
but being smashed by Manchester United 3-1 doesn't really go down well. Exactly. But at least they uh, scored. At least they scored. Um, uh, yeah, and Spurs won without Harry Kane as well, which I was, I was even more happy about. Mm. Um, Son and Ericsson doing the business. I've just, I've just seen a, uh, an interesting thing uh, popping up with Middlesbrough as well. Uh, Middlesbrough Football Club have opened a autism sensory room. Oh, right. Which is very, very cool. So uh, a couple with three autistic sons have persuaded uh, a football club to open a sensory room. Uh, this is the fifth football club to do this. Uh, so they have a lot of uh, touches, sight, sounds. Uh, it's the first uh, with an open room with a view of the pitch as well. So that's cool. That's very, very cool. Fair play to those doing that. Yeah, very, yeah, I'll give them massive <coughs> respect for that one. Yeah. It would just be championship football we're watching next year. <laughs> uh, so yeah, as I said, Spurs doing the <laughs> business without Harry Kane, which was nice. Um, whether he'll be fit for the rest of the season, we still don't know because they've not really said anything, and it's really worrying. But never mind, we move on. Uh, and then the last game of the weekend was the one-all draw between Liverpool and Man City, which I think will probably be more famous for the fact that there was two really good chances missed by both sides. And also the fact that there was there was the red card that should have been had by Yaya Torre, but was the, the most that... ridiculous refereeing I've ever seen in my life. And the fact that Pep said it was one of the best results he's ever had. Yeah, it was a bit weird, that one. Yeah, very <laughs> odd. But, did you, but yeah, did you uh, see the the call from the ref though for Yaya Torre? I've not, I've not seen any highlights. I, I literally saw so. the first game this weekend. That was it. Uh, so basically, uh, Yaya Torre and I th- hey, uh, yeah. think yeah. Uh, I think it was Lalana. Uh, they they both went in for a chat for a challenge. <clears throat> um, Yaya has gone so late ridiculously late and has taken him out with two feet studs mm. high in the air mm. and the referee is literally about three yards in front doesn't give a red card for it <laughs> and oh, it's wow. like what the fuck <laughs> why mm. i watched it i was like wait is that a red card and i watched it back and i said how is this not a red card i was like no surely not <laughs> yeah the referee is literally standing right in and i mean right in front of it and yeah does not give anything. Uh, very odd. I just couldn't believe yeah. it personally. Yeah, there's some big big games next or well, not this week uh, not this weekend, weekend coming up. Uh you've got the Merseyside Derby at lunchtime on Saturday on the first of April. Uh you've got the South Coast Derby between Southampton and Bournemouth Saturday evening. Yeah. And Sunday is a big game at the bottom between Swansea and Middlesbrough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and following that, it's Arsenal versus Man City. Nice. So a decent weekend, which we will predict next week. We will not jump again. We will predict them next week. Yes. Um, we won't. But, yeah. We won't have too many predictions, if any, uh, this week. But we will do at least one uh, for you guys uh, just <coughs> for next week. Do, well, we won't count it though, will we? Towards the main one, no, it won't be Premier count. League. Yeah, yeah, no. But I can give you a slight insight now. We're both going to say that England are going to beat Lithuania. Well, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Oh, Stay dear. tuned and find out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. anyway, let's uh, let's move on to. Yeah. Who should we move on to? Should we move on to Leicester or do you want to move on to England? Uh, should we talk about the Champions League? 
Yeah. Why not? So obviously, uh, Leicester won their Champions League round of 16 tie against Sevilla, uh, rewarded with a trip to Real Madrid. Uh, Atletico Madrid. Madrid, sorry. Apologies, um, I, just, I just put Madrid just to confuse you. <laughs> and then I was just thinking, no, it's Atletico. Right, yeah. right, cue football brain, Lewis. Yes, uh, Atletico Madrid. I think, honestly, they've got away with it. Well, I, again, I was talking about this to uh, my friend last night at the pub, and we were like, out of who's left, like, who would you really want in that? You don't want to play, like, um, you don't want to play any of the big sides, you know, the likes of um, Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern, you know, people like that. You just want to avoid them. You know, their best bet was either, it was literally Melbourne, uh, not Melbourne, I don't know why I said Melbourne, um, Monaco or... Um, Atletico Madrid possibly Dortmund as well yeah uh, and yeah they've <laughs> they've lucked out but it's still not going to be easy yeah. I, mean, it, I mean yes you are coming up to the likes of Griezmann you are coming up to the defence of Godin for example <gasps> and you've got like Carrasco on the on the left hand side and there is yes. a lot of quality you've got Felipe Luis to deal with and yeah there is a lot uh, to deal with, but then you wouldn't be coming up the likes of a Bayern Lewandowski and Neuer to Real Madrid with Ronaldo, Barcelona, Messi, etc., etc. So yeah. yeah, they they have got away with it. But no, the actual game against Sevilla was I managed to catch the I watched the first half of the Porto game in the restaurant, watched the second half of the Leicester game in an Irish an Irish bar in uh, in Portugal, and the second half was crazy. Like the, we saw the goal, then they. Uh, no, Sevilla hit the bar then Leicester scored like a minute later then there was the red card then there was the penalty that they missed it was just it all went on like for my girlfriend who hasn't seen a lot for my girlfriend who hasn't seen a lot of football she was like is it always like this I was like no but it makes it a lot more interesting yeah <laughs> um, so yeah and obviously you know, say they'll play their away at Atletico in the first leg on the 12th of April with the following leg the following Tuesday um, and are the sole remaining English representation. I bet you wouldn't have bet that at the start of the year. <laughs> I don't think anyone would have, but to be honest, uh, it doesn't surprise me one bit. No. And as, as we said, Man City uh, are now out after their 3-1 loss in Monaco, which meant the tie finished 6-all on aggregate, mm-hmm. which is, in itself is crazy. Uh, Monaco did play well, though, uh, last Wednesday. They did play very well. Yeah. Yeah, they did actually. So fair play to them. Yes, fair play to them. Uh, obviously, they've been rewarded with a trip to Dortmund next uh, week, Tuesday, two weeks Tuesday. Um, and as we, the other ties being Juventus are playing Barcelona, which is massive, and Bayern are playing Madrid, which is also pretty massive. Yeah, I think there's some great ties, which is kind of good in a way that Leicester didn't get. Uh, you know, Juventus or uh, anyone like that. So I think it's good that. You know, yes, it is Atletico, and yes, they have reached the final for the last two years running. Yeah. So, in a way, when you think about it that way, it's not good. But no. it would be a good test for them. <coughs> and I wonder how many people have bet on them that they win. I mean, it's over two legs, but still. I'm saying, I, I, I imagine there's probably a few people that bet on Leicester to win the whole thing at the start of the year. That are still probably cashing out about now, given that they're gonna. Well, it depends what happens after the yeah. first leg. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe I don't know. Would you cash out now, or would you cash out because no, it's going to be less? Wait. It's going to be less before after the first leg's gone. 
I'd cash out near the time. I wouldn't cash out now. I'd cash out on like the 12th at like half past seven. <laughs> <laughs> Just before it starts. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just me. Um, so like yeah, it. looking forward to the the quarterfinals in a couple of weeks time. Yeah, it should be good. And obviously, May Leicester. Everyone, May. Everyone's a Leicester fan. Yeah, and, and no one's a May United fan because no one cares about the Europa League. Well, I would <laughs> like to see them win it personally. Well, I I liked what Mourinho said the other week or last week where he said I'd rather qualify for the Champions League by winning the Europa League yeah which I think is fair um, you know they've been handed a fairly easy tie to against Anderlecht that's no disrespect to Anderlecht obviously they have the beast that is Yuri Tielemans in the middle of the park um, oh yes anyone, that's true anyone who has played any kind of career <laughs> FIFA or football manager knows exactly who he is and what, absolute this beast, man. and what absolute beast he is due you... to the you know this man big time. I do. I'm a big fan. I like. I, I'm a good. I'm a big fan of the up and coming uh, wonder kid. I think as they're called on the sort of manager. Um, Everyone loves a wonder kid. But when you, I'm just looking at the quarterfinals for the, the Europa League. Man United really got a really good chance of winning it this year. How come? You know the only, well the court. I'll read you the quarterfinals. So you got Ajax okay. playing Schal- Ajax are playing Schalke. Good. Uh, Celta Vigo are playing Genk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leon are playing Besiktas, and obviously. So, so Genk provide uh, proves uh, to trump Gint then. Yes, they did in the Belgian battle. Uh, that should be Tottenham, but hey, hey we'll uh, we'll forget that. Um, nah. But yeah, you know when you look at those sides, you'd say, okay, you might have a good a tough game against Leon, and maybe against Schalke, and possibly against Ajax, but you'd fancy them against anyone else. Nay, when you come up against Lacazette. Lacazette, you don't match yet. <laughs> well, you think Leon have got, well, as you say, Lacazette, Fakir, obviously Depay is on loan there, but whether he can play against United, you know, I'm not sure. Yeah, um, would he have the right to? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they got, who have they got in the middle? They've got Tolisso, um, Gonalons, uh, Nkudu at the back with Yang and Biwa, the Newcastle reject. Um, <laughs> So yeah, no, I I think Man United have got a very good chance of winning it, and if he's going to concentrate, well, I think he said he's going to he'd rather concentrate on that to win to qualify for the Champions League rather than finishing in the top four, which they may or may not do anyway. Well, I mean they're up to fifth place. Woohoo! So, the open bus tour, open bus tour started. I was going to say pop that fucking champagne. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're being slightly harsh. <laughs> No, but they have been in sick forever, so <laughs> it's good. It's good to see them out of there. Um, so we'll move on to England. Uh, now I said before uh, we started, uh, Dan, that I wanted to talk about England because um, yes. obviously, yes, they did lose to Germany, which is no bad thing. We no, know. because it, it from is, what I it saw, is Germany. from what I saw of the report, it should have been one-one at least. We, we were lucky. We were unlucky to lose it. We were. I, as I said, I watched the game last night in of our in did, our yeah. in our local. Um, we should have been tuning up in the first half an hour. Yes, I heard that Lalana and Deli Ali should have scored. Lalana hit the post um, when he could have squared it to Vardy, and Vardy would have had a, a tap in for about eight yards. Right. Uh, and Ali got put poked poked in by Vardy, and literally put it either side of um, to Stegen. And it would have been two 0 but instead he put it right at the keeper. Ah, yeah, frustrating. Um, but no, we. I think 
I think as Southgate has said today, yes, we lost, but there was a lot of positives that came out of last night. Yeah, I think um, also he he did a presentation uh, about two days before the match, and he was saying about that we need to sort of rebuild and rethink uh, the way that we've built this team, and just um, just everything that seemed to have been said by him just made. Uh, I know this happens every single time we get nearer to a World Cup or we get close to a Europa League, but or sorry, Europa, um, the European, Euro- Cup. The European Cup, yeah, yeah. Um, but I genuinely believe in Southgate after reading all about like what he wants to do and sort of the way that he's training the players and I think... trying to buff them up. And I, I je- like for the first time. Like I know Roy Hodgson and you know Sven Goran Eriksson have been and gone, and they they never ignited a sort of belief in me for them. But now Southgate, I I, I genuinely think that like he's going to take them further than anybody else has done in the last ten years. I think because he's been in and around the under twenty ones, he knows kind of how international football works. Yes, I know under twenty one level is not international level but you know he's he's been in and around England for a while you know he's I think the squad that he picked showed that he will pick England players who are playing well despite where they play who they play for what age they are you know you think we had no Rooney no Kane uh, and no I think Henderson's on the bench on he last night yeah uh, you know he started uh, three at the back which I thought you know Everyone seems to be doing so. Why the hell not? Uh, and it, we we played quite well. It looked, you know, the shape worked. You know, having the three, I, I, I say the Tottenham system, but you know, Tottenham and Chelsea both play it relatively well. Hence, why they're first and second in the yeah. league, I suppose. Um, but you know, Keane, Michael Keane looked very composed last night, and obviously he always he had a chance to score as well. Um, slightly harder than the other two that we actually missed, but. Um, but yeah, no, Keane looked good. Um, Joe Hart looked fairly comfortable, apart from one punch that went a bit awry. You know, Livermore didn't do himself a disgrace, but you know, he, you know, he, you know, if you would have said Livermore would start against Germany, you know, given the calibre of midfielders that we have, I know, yeah. But then, um, it, but then it's good though because like we've been we've been crying and screaming for someone just to pick some inform players from England instead it's, of just from the name and yeah it's nice it's nice that he's he's not picking people on their rep, on their reputation and that they play for Man United the or Chelsea one, the or one um, the one mistake he did make I would say is that Walcott wasn't playing uh, purely because the season that Walcott is having has been better than late um, and I think um, I, don't, I don't think the system was really set up for wide but obviously he had the two holding midfield and then the two wing backs or mid wide midfielders whatever you want to call them you know bobbing up and down either flank with Ali and um, Lalana kind of being the creative pairing behind behind Vardy so I'm not really sure it was set up for Walcott whether he plays three at the back again against Lithuania on Sunday we don't know whether he'll revert to a, a kind of standard Four three three or four two three one or four four two, whatever he decides to play, you don't you don't know. What was the formation he was playing against Germany? It was, I suppose it's a three. It's a variation of a three five two. Right. So okay. Three, 
Well, no, it's not even a three-five-two, is it? It's like it's almost a three-four-three. But the the four is the three. It's three at the back. Then you have the two kind of wing back, full backs. Yeah. Kind of almost as, as like wide players, and then you have two kind of defensive midfielders, two slightly more attacking midfielders, and then a striker. Right. Okay. So yeah. Back, I got it. I suppose it's like a three-two-two-two-one. <laughs> if you want to put it that way. Yeah. It's it's a three-four-three three in effect. Okay. All right. So a bit different as well. Playing three at the yeah. back. Uh, was- so. I was going to say, so finish off and then we'll move on. But yeah, no, I, we did, we played all right. As I say, Germany were missing a lot of players and they still look very good and the strength and depth there is ridiculous. Yes. Um, and I, like I said, like I said, I'm going to reiterate that uh, I'm definitely believing in Gareth Southgate. Yeah, I will hold you to that when we crash and burn at the next World Cup. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, right now, I've got quite a big quite a lot of belief with him but whether that will stay come next summer I don't know but fingers crossed it depends who i tell you what whilst I've got it open um, I've, as I was speaking to you previously before the uh, we started making the podcast I will read off uh, the England squad in 2018 as football manager season okay and yeah. I'll see if you agree with so we were we were chatting about Brighton's team in Football Manager that Dan's playing, uh, who finished ninth in your season they in the did, Premier yeah. League. It's um, ridiculous. <laughs> which is good. So the squad, okay. Well, I'm as I'm I'm the England manager now as well. So this is kind of my squad, but it's a different. It's fairly similar. Uh, so yeah, the three goalkeepers are Hart, Forster, and Butland. Yeah, and then the centre backs you got Stones, uh, Keane, Cahill, and Smalling, which I think is. Fair, yeah. Uh, wide defenders. I've got Rose, uh, Gibbs, Trippier, and Walker. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, I wouldn't pick Trippier normally. Obviously, you got Klein that can play right back. He was very good though. He's been very good for you guys recently. He is, and he's he's very good on football manager. He's so really that's solid. I picked. I basically. I'm a Southgate. I'm picking people on form. I don't care what people say. Uh, and then yeah, midfielders. I've got Henderson, uh, Eric Dyer. Um, Lalana, Ward Prowse, apparently okay. very good. Uh, Ali, and then wide players have got Redmond, Sterling, yeah. and Walcott, and then my strikers are Kane, Sturridge, Welbeck, and Rashford. Yeah, okay. It's it's you know there's people there that are injured and are not playing, but yeah, as, as I, they football manager has predicted that France will win the World Cup in Russia. Interesting. Thanks to a one a one nil victory against Germany and a goal by Dimitri Payet. Oh, put your money. Yeah, I was going to say. Put your money on it now. So yeah, I could just, potentially happen as well. It really could. But oh, I'll, oh my god, can you imagine if um, France come up against England? Well, the group the group England didn't make it out of the group um, because our, our group <laughs> it was England, Brazil, Italy, and Costa Rica. Fucking hell! Jesus Christ! <laughs> I think the, the I think we beat Costa Rica and lost to both Brazil and Italy. Um, so yeah, I kind of, yeah. kind of skipped over the world. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you can't first. really do that in real life. You're like, yeah, just skip uh, over it. It's fine. Over it. Yeah. No, you heard it here <laughs> first. Though. France to win the World Cup in 2018 uh, with the Payet scoring the winner. Payet. 
quiet winner against Germany in the final. Nice. Okay. Well, when we'll we'll make sure <laughs> that comes through, I will be a millionaire. I'll make sure <laughs> that the uh, the podcasters uh, name something like we predict the World Cup in 2018 or something. Okay. Just to, just so I can remind me back at when it comes to via, summer 2018. Via football manager, but yeah. Via football manager, but yeah, still. Uh, so uh, we'll quickly move on to our beloved Brighton before we get on to the Opta Joe quiz. Yes. Uh, so obviously we beat Derby 3-0 at home, very convincing, great performance. And then we lose to Leeds and uh, <laughs> it's just, 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 two, just... Two very contrasting performances. Just so shit. <laughs> that Leeds, don't, oh my don't god. Hold, don't hold back. <laughs> oh my god, it was so painful. Oh my god, genuinely, the Leeds first half was the worst and most boring half of football I've ever seen in my life. I was hoping and praying for someone to do something and no one did anything. Oh my God, it was, oh, it was so frustrating to watch. I was like, can someone please just, just move out of their half? (laughs) Please. Um, No, obviously I was at the Derby game. It wasn't really fancy having to lead. Um, You went up to Derby. No, we were, playing, we were at home today, we weren't we? I know, I was joking. <laughs> um, and I, I said to people I go down with, you know, given that Derby had their front four, their starting front four was uh, Tom Ince, Vidra, Darren Bent and Dave Nugent. Mm. All the very, or should be, very good championship players, if not had played in the Premiership at some point in their career. They were rubbish. They were so bad. Like, no wonder McLaren got sacked. It doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, it's Steve McLaren. It's Steve McLaren, but the side he's got, they should be they should be pushing top six, if not, you know, automatic. And they're just not. And they're just, you know, they've got the likes of Will Hughes, you know, Craig Bryson, Johnny Russell. Yeah, Johnny Russell? Yes. Yeah. You know, your your favourite right back, Cyrus Christie, as well. Yeah. Who obviously didn't do well. Didn't do, he didn't play amazingly, but yeah, we, they were just, they were rubbish. They really were bad. But yeah, that's and then yeah, as you say, contrasting performance. We were, it was a really dull game against Leeds, kind of settled by a fairly average header and a penalty. So okay, interesting. But yeah, this, what we've got seven games in April to play, which is nuts in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, we go, we got Blackburn at home on the first of April, and then we're at home to Birmingham, and then we're away to QPR on the Friday night. So we've still got a few big games coming up. We've still got to play... Yeah, we've got Blackburn, Birmingham, QPR, uh, Wolves, Wigan, Norwich... Norwich, Aston Villa on the last day. Aston Villa and Bristol City. Yeah. That's literally who we have to play there. So, I mean, it could be worse. It could be worse, but obviously, as I said, again, I was speaking to my, my friend last night about it, the teams that we're playing are kind of in and around the relegation zone and will be scrapping themselves for points. But I think uh, if it comes down to it, playing Aston Villa on the last day could actually be quite scary. I think... The form they're in at the moment, they've really picked it up again. I think Hewton will be wanting to get things done by that game. Yeah. If, if If Brighton can go to Aston Villa... Three points clear of Huddersfield with a, a superior goal difference of like I don't know plus eight or something that's more than about five. Mm. I think we'll be fairly happy. Yes, I think I think so. If we don't we don't want to have another 
season we don't like wanna, last season and yeah we don't want to go to Villa Park needing a result oh my god please no I can't I can't deal with that again that's I think that would be worst case scenario you know if I don't know who Huddersfield got last game of the season but yeah we don't want to be you know say a point or two points ahead you know if we lose we don't make it if Huddersfield win they go up it's yeah I think I think without trying to be Chris Hewton I think he'll want to have things wrapped up by the last home game of the season against Bristol City which yes. would be nice you know because at least then we can go to Villa we can have a good time we can celebrate going up can have a party be... yeah oh, that's the one thing I'm looking forward to is celebrating in the streets if it does happen <laughs> let's let's hope it does but yeah as I say we play Blackburn in a week's time or so so, yes, so fingers, we, fingers crossed for that. And fingers crossed to, uh, obviously, I know Kyle's come back because he's, uh, he's now taken ill, but Hemmings out uh, on international duty. I think Scalic's out on international duty. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think there's anybody else. I think that's about it. Duffy's, yeah. injured, but Duffy's injured but would have been out on international duty with Ireland if he was fit. Yes, uh, so good luck to Hemmings and Scalic on the international duties. Uh, so, Daniel, it is time for up to join us. It is. It will be the end of the show tonight as well, given that there's no uh, predictions this yes, week. Yes, it will. Um, so, we shall start with Tony Pulis at West Brom. Yes. Uh, Tony Pulis has only lost how many of his six previous Premier League home games against Arsenal? Uh, let's go zero. He's lost one of his previous oh, six. Oh, that's my second choice. It's very close. <laughs> so, um, Alexis Sanchez has been directly involved in how many goals for Arsenal in all competitions? This season? Uh, no, in his Arsenal career. In, in his whole career, it's got to be a milestone, otherwise they wouldn't print it. I know how, we know how up to Jay works now. Uh, I'm going to say 50. 100. Oh, wow. Yeah, 64 goals and 36 assists. Jesus Christ, okay. Solid. Uh, how Robson Carnu scored with the second touch of the game just how many seconds after coming off the bench uh, 28 just 75 seconds after coming off the bench still fairly wow. impressive okay. um, Arsenal have lost how many out of their five Premier League games for the first time in uh, since April 1995 3 4 out of 5 Ouch. Under Stuart Houston as well. That's uh, a very well manager. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, uh, I, I, you know, clearly have an in-depth Arsenal knowledge to know that. Um, <laughs> Watford have won. Uh, uh, let me just read this. Premier League games. I know. I'm just trying to like read it. Um, Jermaine Defoe. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. Um, Dane Defoe has scored a Premier League goal in how many months? Uh, between January 16 and February 17. So in in each of those months, how many times has he scored? Well, he scored that amount of times for each month. As in, like he scored for each month. As in, like has he scored in each of those months? Oh, between right. January and February, between January sixteenth and February seventeenth, so it's about thirteen months. Well, given there's a summer break, so that takes off June, July. So let's say eleven. Well, well it's a Premier League goal. Yeah, so let's say eleven. Uh, he scored in all twelve successive months. Ah, 
So it's a Premier League goal for every month. So it is 13, but if you take out June, it's 12. Right, okay. Uh, but it's actually yet to <laughs> score in March 2017, apparently. Bastard. So that's probably why my uh, fancy league is doing so shit at the moment. Uh, <laughs> another one to potentially take out. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Ria Mares. Uh, how many goals has he scored in the Premier League under Craig Shakespeare? Um, how many has he scored in the same time that he had his final 22 under Claudio Ranieri? So, Shakespeare's been in charge of, what, four games? So, I think he's, I think he scored three goals, and then he, he only scored, like, one under Ranieri, wasn't it? Like that. Uh, he, he has scored three games. Uh, sorry, three games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we shall move on to there was a really good one at the top actually let me just find it there was a I quite liked this one um, a certain player has scored 27 goals in all competitions this term more than any player in the top four divisions of English football um, oh lord can I have a clue as to what division they are in. It's the championship. They're in the championship, so it must be. Do I go? No. Tell me, Abraham. It's Chris Wood. Uh, Has scored twenty-seven <laughs> goals in all competitions. You have got to give it to him, though. That is very, very impressive. It is, and he's but... English as well. That's why no, I'm... he's in New Zealand. Is he? Yeah, he plays for New Zealand. He was talking fucking English when I heard him. Well, they like, do speak English in New Zealand, you dickhead. No, 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 it was in like an English tone. He sounded like he sounded like he was from England. No, he, he's a uh, he's a New Zealand international. Yeah, shit. Well, there we go. That's how much I know about New Zealanders. Um, clearly, my New Zealand football knowledge is not good. Um, Germany have now gone how many minutes without conceding an international goal? Oh Lord. Um, let's go for four games, which is 360 minutes. It's 648 minutes. Wow! (laughs) That's about, that's nearly eight games. Solid. Uh, Jake Livermore is the first outfield West Brom player to feature for England since Steve Hunt when? Oh, Lord. Uh, 1986. Oh, he's two years out. Oh. 1984. Oh, that is, oh, I thought we were going to get it then. I was like, please say four, please say four. Attention was unbearable. Okay. Um, the three longest current managerial reigns by Premier League bosses. Who are those three people? Uh, Wenger well done yeah he's been there about 20 years if they've got the years as well literally 20 years yeah um oh that's a good question mm. who else has been in charge a while just Premier League so like even if they've dropped down and then come back up no no just... no as in like they've been Current at that club Premier and League. are currently in the Premier League right Pochettino Nope. Uh, no, he's been he's only been at Bournemouth for what two years. 
Pochettino's at Spurs, you twit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sp- he's only been at Spurs. He's not been at Spurs for very long. Um, Sean Dyche. Yes, Sean Dyche. Well done. I'll give you one more guess. Uh, okay, so it's not Hull. It's not Swansea. It's not Pulis. As far as I'm aware, it's not. Can't be Conte. Can't be Mourinho. No, it won't be Klopp. Uh, it won't be Allardyce. Sorry, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to work it out in my head. You're, you're racking through the. Uh... It won't be Billich. It won't be Mazzari. Who am I missing? You are missing someone. It's not Ronald Koeman. <laughs> is it? It can't be Pep because that's this year. Who the fuck is it? You are missing someone, <laughs> and it's not... the final piece of the puzzle. It's not Claude. Is it Eddie Howe? It is Eddie Howe. There we go. Um, So we've got Wenger, uh, top spot, 20 years and 172 days. Eddie Howe, four years, 161 days. And Sean Dyche, four years, 142 days. It's mad going through that, but everyone else has either been sacked and been replaced this year or, you know, they've been in charge for like the whole season or a couple of seasons. And it's crazy how how uh, how quickly football managers change here like you say there's no there's no loyalty anymore is there no uh, it's quite impressive that you are reeling off your managerial knowledge there thank you thank you very much um, who which player now has the current record this is going to be the last one by the way uh, which okay. player now has the current record for the most Premier League games scored in and never lost so it's 47 games 37 wins drawn 10 lost none that is the easiest question you've asked me all day because it is the one, the only, Hammers Milner. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking if he gets this wrong, it's going to be really funny. <laughs> no, mate. I saw that. I did see that stat on the BBC at lunchtime on Monday. I think that it was. bollocks. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> just, to, just to burst your bubble. Fair enough. Well, we'll end on there. Uh, thank you very much for listening in. Uh, this has been the Fish and Phyllis Sports Podcast. Um, uh, that was check- this has been the sports podcast here. This has been the, official the, shipping, the shipping forecast for this evening. <laughs> <laughs> this has been your regular program for this evening. <laughs> and, and we were saying bugger off. Thank you very much. Good night. Um, yeah. But before we, that, we will have. We should see all your chaps and chapesses next week. Yes. Uh, and just before we go, uh, don't forget Facebook and Twitter, FP Podcast. Oh, I do have a good plug from you, Mr. Fisher. Oh, it's a fancy plug, dear sir. Fancy plug. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is going on? (laughs) You can tell it's fucking ten past ten. Well, well, darlings, we shall say goodnight. I think it's time for us to go. Uh, And uh, please do make sure you have some caviar with your warm milk before you go to bed. So I do not want you going hungry. And Daniel, <laughs> I shall speak to you next week. Yes, I feel the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Right, I think we should go before we get in trouble. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Uh, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. There'll be some updates. Plug. Uh, yeah, a lot of plugs. Um, more predictions next week, more banter, more football chat. 
Um, we'll have to think of something for next week. Uh, maybe we should get um, we should get Nathan and, and Sam back on soon as well for the yes. end of season. End of season. Yes. Uh, yeah. I looked at my just quickly. I looked at my um, uh, I you know at the start of the year we we went through our Premier League like how it was going to finish the tables. Yeah, the tables. Yeah. I looked at mine the other day, and mine is seriously bad. Oh, well, it was still like you say. April is an interesting month, so you never know. I, ah. I'm not listening back to mine until the end. I will read. I will very quickly look at mine again. Um, my bottom three is very questionable. Should we say? <sighs> All I will say on the matter. Okay. Well, we'll we'll wait until in about sort of a month and a half's time uh, to find yeah. out the results of that. But anyway, we will speak to you guys later. See you next week. Ta-ra.